Hello and welcome to the Good Book Podcast. We are focusing on part two of Daniel chapter three. Last time that we discussed Daniel three, we focused on King Nebuchadnezzar building the idol and asking everyone to worship the idol. Today, we're going to focus on the Hebrew boys um, rejecting the worship of the idol, rejecting the worship of King Nebuchadnezzar and bowing down. We talked about how King Nebuchadnezzar was angry. He was full of rage and he did not like that the Hebrew boys failed to bow to the image that was placed for the entire world to bow down to. I want to focus on three things as we discuss Daniel chapter three. First thing I want to focus on is why does it matter? Why does it matter that we obey God? Why does it matter that we don't bow down to all of the images and and idols and things that we see today. Second thing I want to focus on is how is this this chapter, this book relevant to what we see today? And then last thing I want to focus on is how do we apply what we see here in Daniel chapter three? So let's continue on where we left off. And Once again, it's Daniel chapter three. We left off in verse 13. We talked about how Nebuchadnezzar was angry and he just couldn't understand or he was just too arrogant to understand why these boys did not bow down to his image and to his idol. As we know, God does not want us to have idols. He does not want us to bow down to anyone other than him and his son and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when we put ourselves in a position to bow down to idols or other things that are not God himself, then we put ourselves in a dangerous, vulnerable and deadly situation. So it is better to obey men It is better to obey God than it is to obey men. So here in verse 13, and we'll be going all the way to the end of the chapter to verse 30. We see that that they're thrown in this fiery furnace. Well, they are are approaching the point where they will be thrown in a fiery furnace. And they're brought before King Nebuchadnezzar. And as they're being brought before Nebuchadnezzar, Um, King Nebuchadnezzar, verse 13, it says that Nebuchadnezzar in his rage and fury commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up. Now, if you be ready that at the time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, Sackbut, Psaltery, and Dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. 
And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Now, it goes back to my first question. And my first question is, why does this matter? Why does it matter that they are choosing not to bow down and worship the idol? Why does it matter? You can take your time, reflect here and just think. Of all the different things that we see on a daily basis, all the different things that are pulling us to to bow down and to worship them, whether that's video games, whether that's um, um, going out, partying, drinking, smoking, whatever it is, being with your friends, doing certain things with your friends that, you know, are not pleasing to God. Why does it matter to turn and go the other way and to follow Christ? Why does it matter to turn and go the other way and follow God? The number one reason why it matters is because God is always watching. God has given us his commandments and those commandments, those commandments are important for our overall health, our overall stability, and for our overall walk with him. It's important. If you look at Proverbs 15, 3, it it says something to this nature. It says the eyes of the Lord are are watching. They're on the they're on the um, the eyes of the Lord are always watching, beholding the good and the evil. God's always watching. And so if God is always watching, then he's not missing anything that we're doing. And if he can see what we're doing, if we are being faithful, then he's going to reward us for our faithfulness. And if we are not doing what he's called us to do, then he's going to punish us for being disobedient. And so it matters to obey God, because at the end of the day, we're going to face some type of consequence. There can be a consequence that they'll give us for following God. And then there's a punishment that God will give us that will make us sad, sorrowful, mourning and and just feel like we are not in a good place with God because sin has consequences. If they punish us, if they hurt us, if they harm us, God is going to bless us for our faithfulness to him. And this is why it matters to obey God. And so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego obeyed God and they chose just to suffer. This is something that none of us wants to do. None of us wants to go through. And let's just be honest and let's just be clear. But it is better to obey God than men. And so we see that in verse 13 through 18. that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were faced with that question and faced with the opportunity once again to bow down and worship to God, worship the idol. So here, verse 19, verse, we'll go back to verse, verse 17. It said, if it be so, verse 16, I'm sorry, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy God, 
nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. So we talked about why does it matter? And they chose to obey God. They did not choose to follow Nebuchadnezzar. And look at their confidence in God. In verse 17, it says, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. So one, they're like, hey, I'm not even worried about this. You can throw us in the burning fiery furnace because when you throw us in there, God can still deliver us. But if not, O king, that we will not serve thy God, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. And so we see here in verse 18 that, look, it didn't matter either way it go. If God, we know God can deliver us, but if he doesn't deliver us, we're still not going to bow. Their convictions were so strong. Their belief was so strong. Their faithfulness was so strong that in this moment, they were able to stand. And so how is this relevant today? It's relevant because the same God that delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego can also deliver us from the same type of fiery situations. And we must believe that. We must stand on that. And we must trust that God will get us to the point he needs to get us to, to follow him, to obey him, and to love him and serve him. And so we, so far, we looked at why does it matter? We looked at how is it relevant? We see that the relevancy today is that there is nothing new under the sun, as Ecclesiastes 1.9 says. It's the same strategy. Get them to obey another God. Get them to bow down to an idol. Get them to not follow Christ. It's the same strategy. There's nothing new. It's just different devices, just different technology. But the same strategy is to get them to bow down And these boys in bow. And it's important that we choose not to bow. So then we move into our last part. How do we apply what we learn? Number one, we must study God's word. If we don't know God's word, that's going to be the thing that is going to affect us. It is going to hurt us big time whenever we don't know God's word. Think about how many scriptures you can just say verbatim off the top of your head. Think about how much you study God's word. Think about how many times you've taken the time just to spend reading God's word, listening God's word, talking about God's word. If we don't start off by applying what we know, then when we are faced with these different circumstances, these different things that pop up, we won't have the tools. We won't have the resources that we need to stand for God in those situations. Yes, God will be with us. Yes, God can help us. But what are we doing to make sure that we can stand when the time comes? And so here they're challenged. And this is what happens in verse 19. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was to be heated. And he commanded the most high, most mighty men that they were 
that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound into their coats, their hosens, and their hats and other garments and were cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. So they knew God's word, they studied God's word, and therefore they were able to be obedient to God's word. And now they're in a situation where the fire was just a regular fire. They just throw them in the fire. But this time, because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not want to bow down to the image or to the idol, that it was heated seven times more than it was supposed to be heated. And once again, these guys are standing. Standing on what? On God's word. Once again, how do we apply what we learn? We must study God's word. Not only did they study God's word, they're meditating on God's word. They're thinking about it day and night. How many times do you go around just doing regular things throughout the day and you think about God's word? Or do you only think about other things that you heard on a podcast or other things you heard your friends talk about, other things you you read about? Or do you trust that God's word is enough to deal with any situation that you face? These guys, these boys understood that God's word was enough for any situation that they face. And so they're thrown in the fire, verse 30 and verse 23. And these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fire. But guess what happened in verse 22? Because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew the men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But it did not kill Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so they trusted God so much that those that didn't know God or those that were opposed to God died in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were just thrown in the fire. So how do we apply what we learn once again? They studied the word, they meditated on the word, and last but not least, they used God's word, which has the power to help them stand. And so, as we come closer and closer to our close, we see that in verse 24, it says, Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt in the form of of the fourth is like the son of God. So God stands up with them in the midst of a burning fire. The question is, when we go through these things and we obey God, is God going to be able to stand up for us in these situations? Yes. If we go through these things, and we disobey God, is God going to punish us or is he going to stand up for us? When we disobey him, he's going to have to correct us. He's going to have to punish us. There is no need for God to stand up for us. But here they obey God. They follow God's word and they stood up for God and God was there to save them. 
And guess what? We look a little further in verse 26. And Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, ye servants of the most high God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And look at the people who are watching. The ones who first started out trying to get them to serve the other God. Bow down to the idol. The princes, the governors, captains, the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose body the fire had no power. Nor was a hair of their head seen. Neither was their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. It didn't look like what they'd been through. But everybody had the opportunity to see that they were in the fire. There's no doubt in them that these guys were in the fire. But there also is no doubt that God is with these young boys. Then Nebuchadnezzar and then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yielded their body that they might not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, make I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So in closing, we see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were raised up. They were honored because they obeyed God. They were honored because they followed God. They they were Blessed because they obey God. And the same is for us today. Whenever we are faced with these circumstances that cause us or that want us to bow down, we must obey God and follow God and trust him, knowing that he'll stand for us. I hope this lesson has helped you. This is the end of our study in Daniel chapter three. Take a read for yourself. Study it. And continue to lean on God's word. Thank you for listening to the Good Book Podcast. And I hope that you have a blessed and joyous day. Dear Lord, thank you for another opportunity to talk about your word. Bless all those that hear. And bless those, dear Lord, Father, who are new to hearing your word. And dear Lord, for anyone, dear Lord, who doesn't know you, dear Lord, just ask that they might bow down, dear Lord, Father, and acknowledge that they are sinners. Dear Lord, knowing that they've done Wrong deeds, dear Lord, but you have sent your son, dear Lord, who died for our sins, dear Lord, that anyone, dear Lord, who placed their trust in him shall be saved. Thank you. Bless all who hear this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.